Welcome to another episode of the On The Clock NFL Draft Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Damian Parson. That is Eugene Holt. We're here to give you guys our breakdown, our recap. It is Sunday. Mind you, most of you won't hear this until Monday morning, but it is Sunday at 8 o'clock on the Eastern Standard Time. And we, the, the NFL Combine is a wrap. It's done, Eugene. But first yeah, off, it's I, mean, I, I, I mean, listen, it, it was a fun four days. You know, the time change and everything like that. But, um, man, it, it, it kind of blew by. It seemed like it just started. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, it blew by really fast. It's like the way they got it uh, broken up now, it seems like it goes by so much faster. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it just, it was fun, though. It was fun and very informative. Got, got to see some guys that, you never seen before. You got to see some guys that you have seen before. Yeah. And got and got to see some um got to see some good stuff. Yeah, I mean there, there was some good, some bad and some ugly. I mean, it is what it is. It's just that's nature. Mm-hmm. That's just a you know, nature of the beast. But um yeah. but we're gonna we're gonna kick it off. We're gonna talk we're gonna do winners and losers, ladies and gentlemen. Let's kick it straight off with the good news. We're gonna talk some winners, man. And we're gonna mm-hmm. pretty much rotate. You give one, I give one, we're just gonna rotate it like that. So who is your first winner um, over this whole this whole four day spec uh, spec spectacular combine? Mm-hmm. Uh, getting a little tongue tied there. So who is your first winner? Um, I guess. Combine? I guess you got to say the first winner is Chase Claypool because nobody actually thought he would run uh, with a four four or three like he did. Because because hon- honestly, you talk to the casual fan, they didn't know who Chase Claypool was before the right. combine. Right. And you talk to you talk to the scouts, and they're like, "Yeah, he was a tight end." And, and honestly, he probably still is a tight end. In but, my opinion, yeah, yeah. But he ran. He went out there, ran a four four. He ran. He put up good numbers. He had a good workout. He showed some explosion. Had a good vertical. He showed he has some type of athleticism. And like for the most part, he put his name on the map because nobody was talking about him before this, and now everybody's talking about him. Like I got people asking me, like, you think he can go in the second round? No, no, no. But still, just if the fact that people him are a tight end, maybe, maybe, yeah. He, I mean, look, if he say he's a tight end, he's my tight end one. <laughs> he's my first, he's first tight end off the board. <laughs> but I mean, as far as wide receivers go, you know, maybe third round, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, but he made a name for himself. That's 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 the battle right there. He made a name for himself. He got people to notice him. And they also all eyes on him. So I mean, shout out to him. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely won. He tested well, looked pretty solid during the drills as well. Um, I mean, for me, if a team wants to draft him as that big receiver, I look at a team like the Colts in the third, fourth round if he's available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having Ty, having Paris Campbell, and some of the other receivers they have there, having that big guy, um, especially uh, with them losing Eric Ebron, especially in the red zone. That would be huge, yeah. you know, um, regardless of who's that quarterback. So, um, he, I, you know, I could definitely call him and, and, and say he won. Um, for me, let me look at my list here. So, because I, I had a couple, you know, we got a couple guys to go through. But uh, for mm-hmm. me, I, I want to give shout out to. Uh, to the, I'm gonna go start with the quarterback, man. I'm gonna give shout out to Jalen Jalen Hurts, man. Um, <laughs> he 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 looks solid. He looks solid. Um, you know, he 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 came out. He threw the ball well. Um, you know, put you know, put the ball where it needed to be for the most part. Um, and, and he answered some questions. He said, "I'm not gonna, I'm not a running back. I'm not a receiver, stuff like that." To me, he's still a project. He's a quarterback. Uh, yeah, he's a quarterback. <clears throat> oh, and to yeah. me, he's still a project. I mean, 
and, and I don't say that in a, in a negative light because the term project is always viewed, you know, so differently. Um, I mean, yeah. heck, Josh Allen was a project. You know what I'm saying? To me, he was a project. Exactly. Um, Lamar Jackson was a project. Was a project. It just is what it is. Um, yeah. You know, it so, just means you have some stuff you got to work on. Yeah, that's all that means. It's more you had to do more work than the other guys that were coming in. Um, exactly. You know, Jake Fromm to me is, I mean, he's going to be to me. I, I think he's a third round, fourth round quarterback. But to me, yeah. he's a project. You know, you got to you know make sure that he is you know fundamentally sound and, and kind of sh- you know shifting his weight with his lower body so he can throw with as much power and velocity downfield as possible um you know so that the ball isn't fluttering like a dead like a bird that's been shot out of the sky after it passes 20 30 yards in the air so i mean it is what it is so (laughs) (laughs) you know it is what it is guys but he he, are you saying he has a weak arm uh, i'm saying he's a a poor man's alex smith so yes uh, that's exactly what i'm saying (laughs) so if you're a poor man's alex smith Jesus Christ, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Yikes. But it, it, yikes. yikes. <laughs> um, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> but hey, it that's a bad job. Yeah, it's bad. That's bad. But it is what it is. For for Jalen Hurts, his arm is not spectacular. He has a, to me, he has an average NFL arm. Um, the, the main thing that, you know, that I wanted to see from him is just putting the ball, you know, trying to, to make sure the ball placement was where it needed to be, his footwork. One thing I will say, and why I'm not going crazy, is like he should be second and first. No, the reason why I'm not on that train and saying he looks like uh-huh. a, a total different quarterback. Then, no, he looks like the same guy I saw this year. The thing, the difference is yeah. there was no offensive line. There's no pass rush. He didn't have to rush himself. He just dropped back nice and smooth. You can see it. You could tell he was thinking mm-hmm. about it. He dropped back nice and smooth, nice and patient, and he let the ball go. Yeah. Now, what and happens when you put the tape decision. on? Exactly. What happens when you put the tape on and he's got bodies coming mm-hmm. towards him? That 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 foot those foot uh that footwork is sped up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Being able to yep. make the throws, he's trying to get it out a little bit quicker, and if not, then he's running. So those are the yeah. things. Pocket presence, pocket discipline, TTA, man, touch, timing, and anticipation. And of course, mm-hmm. you know the other A, and that's accuracy. So those are a lot of things I look for. Him, but he performed well, so he was one of my winners. Yeah, good for him. He did all right. <laughs> um... He's just such a sad. You're such a sad. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he did, he did, he. Jay, shout out to Jalen Hurts. He he did his thing. He did. What he needed to do. I almost spit my water all over my computer screen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you about to make me buy a whole other laptop, which I'm probably going to get eventually this year anyway. But still. But Teddy Bridgewater was a first round pick. Right, exactly. (laughs) Teddy Bridgewater was. (laughs) Oh, God. Right, you're right. You're right. You are. You're a savage. (laughs) (laughs) But, um. (laughs) But, yeah, uh. But another winner, another winner, uh, Justin Jefferson. Ah, yes. I did not. Think, I did not think he had a four-four-three in him. Wide receiver three. I did not. Think, it's no debate at this man, point. Yeah, he man, listen, he he did his thing. He solidified one himself as one of those top wide receivers. Yes, he did. Because he was already he he was, I already had him as the first wide receiver. Um, I was prepared to watch him run a four or five, 
and I'm still keeping him as a first round wide receiver. Yeah. The fact that he ran a four four three, I'm like, oh, okay, so I could put you on the outside now. You can win on the outside. I can, if I have, and because his routes is already legit, his hands is already legit. He al- he already knows where to sit his routes down in zone. So the four four three is just icing on the cake. I'm like, okay, you he he's super legit now. I, and you know you got you got to say Jerry Judy, uh, uh, C D Lamb, Henry Ruggs, Justin Jefferson. And if you want to debate Justin Jefferson, and Henry Ruggs, that's an actual debate. Yeah. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But he's up there with the top names at wide receiver because I mean the kid is legit, bro. And, and to to piggyback off of that, the the fade route, the fade uh, drill, everyone loved what CD Lamb did, mm-hmm. but a lot of people didn't pay attention. He did it earlier. He did had nearly the identical yeah. catch in the first in the first yeah. heat of receivers, and I'm just like, who exactly? Showing off the hops, showing off his yeah. explosiveness. Because a lot of people, we 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 pegged mm-hmm. him as simply a. A lot of people pegged him early on simply as a slot guy because that's what you yeah. most like. That's what mostly what you saw him in, in, in LSU's offense with Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's where he um, took the You know, on the outside, but he shows you that hey, I have the athletic prowess that I can step on the outside and be a guy on the yeah. boundary if you need me to. I'm just going to say this right now, Oakland, you at twelve. And I believe you're somewhere in the mm-hmm. other teens as well. Um, I'm just saying, if there's a defensive stud on the board, I say screw C.D. Lamb, bypass mm. Jerry Judy. You get that defensive stud because your defense was terrible. And then yeah. you go and bring Justin Jefferson in with that second first-round pick you got. That's just all I'm saying. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. That's how you make your team better. I know everybody's enamored. And I love Jerry Judy. And I'm a fan of CeeDee Lamb. I know everybody's enamored with CeeDee Lamb. I'm just telling you now, if I can get Justin Jefferson with my second first-round pick and get a, a, yeah. a you know a Kenneth Murray or or whoever falls to me at 12, mm-hmm. yeah. good night, man. Yeah, I mean, and if, and if you if you project it going forward, it's not a huge drop off between right. CD Lamb and Justin Jefferson. They yeah, got yeah. they kind of win the same way. They kind of they both win with routes and they both win with smoothness and hands and all that. It's not a huge drop off between those two. So if you if you if if sacrificing CD Lamb means getting an excellent defender and taking Justin Jefferson, I'll take that all day. Exactly. Exactly. Let me get an elite caliber defender, man, and, and I'm mm-hmm. or or if Jordan Love is there and you really want to get rid of Derek Carr, I'm just mm. saying. I'll go Jordan Love and then I get just man. Let me hey, we, we that that's gonna be a discussion for that? a different day. That's gonna be a discussion for a yeah. different day, brother. Yeah. But we we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um another one of my another one of the guys that, that kind of that definitely was a winner. Um, you know, I'm probably gonna stick with the offensive side of you know, offensive side of the ball again. Um, mm-hmm. And I, of course, I mean, listen, man, you gotta go, you gotta go off. I gotta go offensive line, and I gotta talk mm-hmm. to the elephant in the room, Tristan yeah. Wirfs, man, from Iowa. Yeah, man, listen, listen, he put on a show. This guy can be either a guard or a tackle. It all depends on yep. what you need. So if I'm a team that that has, if I'm set at tackle, and but I still need a guard, 
I mean, why not? I'm still right? taking. I'm still taking. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I'm just saying the Jets yeah. are rumored. And you know, they you know Jack, Jake Conklin, Jack Conklin, whatever his name is, shut it down and said yeah. that you know, you know, he's not signing with anybody yet. But if the Jets do pull it off and sign Jack Conklin to be their one of their tackles, I mean, mm-hmm. where you are, Tristan Wirfs there. I'm like, hey, Tristan, we're going to draft you. And if you beat out our other tackle, cool. But if you don't, you're going to guard, buddy. Putting you in guard. Yeah. And we're about to have a dominant offensive line for Sam Darnold yeah, and gonna... a team that won more games they did the, this year than they did his rookie year. Sam Darnold and them are on the yeah. rise. So uh, Sam Darnold and Le'Veon Bell, they're going to get their chance to have a dominant exactly. offensive line in front of them. And then, of course, you mm-hmm. continue to build your offense and get more weapons later on in the draft and, of course, through free agency. But – uh, Tristan Wirtz, man, I mean, four eight five in the 40, 10, 1 in the broad yeah. jump, 36 and a half yeah. inches in the vertical, and he looked yeah. good moving around in the drills, changing direction, pulling, all of that. He is an athletic freak. Mm-hmm. They showed, they showed a, um, a video from where I think he was in high school, and he was in the pool, mm-hmm. and he did a vertical out of the pool onto the side. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And he's a, he's an athlete. It was clean, yeah, bro. Yeah, he's an athlete. He's a he's a he's a he's a just a superior athlete. Whatever he's doing on the field, he's gonna look comfortable doing it because that's just the gift that he has. And like and yeah, he he's he's a guy. He's he's an offensive lineman. You put him yeah. at tackle. You put him at guard. I don't care. Just put him out there. He's gonna move people out of the way. He's gonna pull. He, man, listen. You pull. He gonna pull out on a on a on a uh, on a stretch run. And he's going to blow somebody up because he can because he, he can block on the move too, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. I, I I I'm a huge fan of uh, Tristan Wirfs. Most definitely, most definitely, man. Um, who, who's your next winner? Mm-hmm. Um, my next one. I'm going on the defensive line. I'm gonna say Neville Gallimore. My guy. Yeah, I like him. I like him a lot. And I saw on they, they got the new uh, the figure eight drill. Where you you know you pick up the rag and run it. He showed the bend that usually defensive ends have, but this man is is three hundred pounds and he's running around there and he's bending down picking up the picking up the rag and running around. He showed some excellent bend and he showed the burst and explosive. I think he ran he ran uh, under five forty. And when you look at forget about the forty, you look at the ten yard split. His ten yard split was like. One six one seven or something like that. I, I showed tremendous explosiveness. So and and then you take it and mix it with what you see on film, and you always see him first off the snap. He's the first one moving off the snap all the time. So you look at that and say, okay, I got a gap penetrating defensive tackle right there that's going to wreak havoc. And pretty much everything he did at the combine just showed you why he's such an explosive player on the film like he did he did it wasn't like you looking at two different people he his combine and his game field matched up he's just a big explosive defensive tackle and i th- i think he's a first rounder i he i i, I like he, everything about that he's, kid. Th- he's a third on my big board when it comes down to d tackles behind mm-hmm. Derek brown and behind javon kinlaw I, I he's a heavyweight puncher um with yeah extreme explosiveness and athletic prowess at that position, he's quick off the ball, and like I said, he's a he's a like he's a bowling a bowling ball at times. He rolls around and spins around and and, and fights through blocks yeah. like it's 
like it's just second nature to him. And when you want a guy like that that's going to be that disruptive, especially in the passing game as well. I'm just saying, I, I like mm-hmm. that a lot. He was definitely one of my winners as well. Um, I'm gonna stick with the defense side of the ball as well. Uh, you know, I mean, of course, you can go Isaiah Simmons, even though he only did one thing, uh, one or two things, you yeah. know, athletic testing. But you know, that's we we all know that we all know that. But I will say, I'm going to mm-hmm. go to a guy that, you know, because some guys, when, when we talk about winners and losers, some guys are just guys that, that their name is now being discussed. Um, Willie yeah, Gay you Jr. know who they are now. From Mississippi State. Yeah. He tore yes. it up, bro. He tore it up, man. Like, he, he, he predicted mm-hmm. that he would hit the 4-3 area, but, you know. It is what it is. He's he, he's he's two hundred and forty three pounds. He ran a four four six. Uh, his ten mm-hmm. yard split was one point five. He jumped mm-hmm. high in the vertical, almost forty inches, thirty nine and a half. He had eleven four broad. Yeah, and, you know, quick feet and everything. Like I need to go back. I'm gonna have to see. This is one of the situations where it says, "Okay, circle back," right? Where you you see mm-hmm. how well he tests, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna circle back to the film. I'm gonna check this guy out, see what he's about, and see if I missed anything the first time I saw him. So for for a lot of people who didn't know who he is, and in the league right now, where and I'm gonna have an article coming out via the Dynasty Draft Room, um, trying mm-hmm. to get out this week where it's going to be talking about the constructing of teams and how it's mm-hmm. evolved uh, from the early yeah. 90s and 80s to now. It, it's so much speed. It's so much speed yeah. out now. You know what I'm saying? Teams Every, are spreading everything is out. Speed. So, you, like I, as I was telling a couple a couple of friends a while ago, the age, and I, we even said, I mean, you've even discussed this, the age of the 280-pound linebacker playing in the over. middle of your defense is over with, okay? It's done. Over. You need guys that can go sideline to sidelines, guys that can scrape, guys that can, that can really run, guys that can drop in the coverage, yeah. that can man up against the slot guy if they get matched up with him, man up against those tight ends and stick in that hip pocket, man up against those running backs because having recovery speed helps you when you're beat. Yeah, if you can stay in front of your guy, you're perfect. But if I got Dante Hightower or some of these other big linebackers and this guy gets beat, he has no recovery speed. And he's not just getting beat for a five-yard catch. He's getting beat for a 15-yard gain because there's nobody else in the vicinity to make a play, and he can't get there. So Mm -hmm. the Willie Gay Juniors of the world have a place in this league now and a prominent one. So I'm going to go back to his tape, man, but this is a guy whose name that everybody should be looking for because if he can stay out of trouble and continue to do what he's doing at his pro day, test well again, do well in mm-hmm. the field drills again, this is a guy whose name you can hear probably early day, uh, late day two, early day three, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I um I was supposed to be watching uh, Errol Thomas, Errol Thompson, uh, Mississippi State uh, middle linebacker. I was supposed to be looking at him. And I kept seeing this guy flash. I'm like, who is that? <laughs> and it was Willie Gay. They put him. They put him at the outside linebacker. They use they use uh, Errol Thompson. He's more of a thumper type of old school linebacker. But they put Willie Gay out there. They put him out on 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 the outside. He covered slot receivers. He covered the backs coming out of the backfield. He covered some tight ends. And he's and he's explosive in space. He's a mover in space. He's not going to be uh, – he has trouble taking on the blocks. He has trouble with a little bit of strength. But he shoots them gaps. And, he and like, once he sees it, he's on it. And he's going to blow it up. 
He so he, he I mean he's like tailor made for the NFL now. He you put him outside linebacker, have him play in space, have him covering guys. That's where he's he, he's going to make his money in coverage because you saw in the drills and those in those coverage drills the uh, the the effortless uh, explosion and the change of direction that he has. So yeah, I, mainly the only knock on him is, is play strength really because yeah. if he had more play strength, he would be a legit middle linebacker. But you don't want nobody putting hands on him. You want him flowing freely. You want him see ball, get ball. That's where that's where he is going to make his money. But yeah, he's a he's a good player. And it's funny he didn't even start at Mississippi State. I don't know who they had playing ahead of him, but I don't know. But when you see when you when he got on the field, you saw you noticed him. Yeah. So yeah, he's a he's a really good player. Definitely, definitely. What's uh? Let, let's do mm-hmm. one more. Let's do one or two more. Let's do two more winners, okay. and then we'll jump to losers. So who's your next winner? My next winner, I would say, is uh, Antoine Winfield mm, my because he was a, he was a, yeah he was a guy I was looking at and like he has great instincts and he, he he he's good on that back end, but can he really does he really have that type of athleticism on a play by play basis to you know to have the range to stick with the wide receivers or or to hustle up uh, to to the to the front end and uh, make the tackle. So I was questioning his speed, and then he goes and runs a four four. I'm like, oh, okay, so you can run, okay. So I'm gonna be looking at a lot more tape of him and seeing exactly is that you know is that I went to this academy trainer speed. Uh, did somebody train him to run the forty, or is that real, or is that real speed? So I'm gonna see. I want to see if the forty matches the tape with him. Because I know I already know he's got the instincts and the ball skills and all that. I know I already know he's got that. I only question whether he has the actual physical uh, ability to be a uh, to be a good player on on the NFL in that back end. But the four four that that just shows me like he can do it. He can do it. So yeah. uh, that's he that's a win for him because that was that was my only knock on him. But him and running that, the four four like that too. that just shows me like okay. He, we yeah, talked oh, it's, about it's him huge on for the him. Huge. Show. We talked. He we mentioned him on the combine preview that mm-hmm. he we, that that was somebody that needed to come out and 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 definitely show up in the athletic testing and the athletic drills. If he could come out and run and answer the question like, "Hey, I'm not just instinctive. I'm not just intelligent, but I can move." That makes it a lot easier for a team to 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 um, use a top fifty pick on you and say, "Listen." You're going to be our center fielder, or you're going to be our kind of our Tyron, uh, Tyron Matthew, our you know mm-hmm. Earl, Ty- our movable piece on the defense. So um, I-, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm gonna stick with the defense as well, and I'm gonna go uh, a, a quarterback, a quarterback that in I would say in most um, not it's not 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 if you're talking to most draft scouts or anything, but you know the more casual fan wouldn't know C.J. Henderson from Florida. Um, CJ Henderson. Oh know, yeah, he you know nice long frame, you know nice frame, uh, two hundred and four pounds by the way. That's a good size for a corner. Um, but he came in and ran a six four foot, three. Six one. Yeah, six foot six one, two oh four. That's nice size there. Mm-hmm. Nice frame. Uh, ran a four three nine. We knew that he was athletic, and I wonder where he would test. He put up twenty reps on the bench press. 
He caught the ball well, and he, he just showed everything. Smoothness. He was smooth in his in his drills, in his hip transitions. Mm-hmm. He caught the ball well as well. He, you know, he has the ball skills that you need. You know, when you when you want to be a boundary corner, because there's two type of, of of elite corners. I put I always put it into pegging into two categories. So you got the guy that you don't want to throw at, right? You got the Darrell Revis of the world. You don't want to throw at him because he yeah. can he can completely erase. Your receiver, okay? Completely mm-hmm. erase your guy. He can follow him wherever, and he will erase them. Then you have <clears throat> the advanced version of him, which was prime, because that's the, only, yeah. the only corner I've ever seen better to me than Darrell Rivas was Deion Sanders himself, and that was a guy who did the exact mm. same things, but instead then he got his hands on the football, and he was able to make those plays with it. Then you have mm-hmm. those guys like you know Richard Sherman. They're... They, they're not going to completely erase a guy, but they will penalize you for testing them too much because their ball production, yeah. their ball skills are phenomenal. So mm-hmm. that's the thing for me, man. When I look at C.J. Henderson, he showed everything. He showed the ability to, to, to run, to jump, to test well. I think he's going to be a guy that can get his hands on the football when needed. So oh, yeah. I, I think he made himself some money because right now, I mean, you look at the, the corners, the cornerback discussion is Jeff Okuda, then it's the field. So at the Jeff Okuda, it's everybody else. you know what I'm saying? You got to, that's mm-hmm. what we said the, the draft was for, to separate the cluster yeah. at positions. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. is it Christian Fulton at two? <clears throat> is it is it C.J. Henderson mm-hmm. at two? Is it A.J. Terrell? Like, you know, is it Trayvon Diggs? Me personally, and I, I forgot who I was listening to. I think it was... Uh, Bucky Brooks or either Tom McShay wanted to um, mm-hmm. they said that maybe Diggs should move to safety safety I heard that too that, that's a better to me that's a better fit for him but yeah. I'm just saying when you look at it man the, the after Okuda the, the conversation that's when the conversation has had at, at, at the cornerback position is after Okuda it's Okuda then the yeah. field so yeah. like I said CJ Henderson did a really good job to say hey I'm, I'm making my case for number two. Yeah, I think he's made an excellent case for number two. Um, I know he, he has some issues tackling. I don't care. I'm, yeah. Corners don't tackle anyway. Corners do not tackle. But he, everything about him, and he showed in that combine, is effortless. He, like, uh, high-level athleticism. And it was effortless. His movement skills, effort, effortless. The way he flipped his hips, his ball skills. His, he's got really good ball skills. I mean, I went back to his 2018 tape and his 2019 tape. He's got excellent ball skills. Like you don't, you don't want to throw, you don't want to throw a, a fade route to him because he's going to go up there and get it. He is, and he's already proven. Like I don't think it's no wide receiver in the NFL that's going to out athlete him. Right. He's got, he's got uh, NFL caliber athleticism. He's one of those guys. You just put him outside on the corner and just let him let him go. Uh, a, a lot of knock on him is he doesn't have the right type of mentality. He's not the he's not the loud rah rah guy. He's more of a he's more quiet and all that. I don't care. Just get the job done. Exactly. And uh, and that's what he do. I don't care if he yells or if he not. I don't care if he's quiet as a church mouse. Just get the job done. Knock the ball down and intercept the ball and run it back. But it, it, it's it's it's. All the knocks against him sound like a little bit nitpicking, because yeah. he. I mean, my, my comp for him is is a uh, DRC. Ah, DRC yeah, like was that. another an, yeah another one of those tall guys 
with excellent athleticism, like high level athlete. He could just he could just, you just put him out there and let him do his thing, and that's and that's with CJ. CJ, I mean, as as far as I'm concerned, it's Okuda and it's CJ, and then and then it's everybody else. I think uh, I think he's one. Of, I think he's going to be one of the better uh, one of the better corners in his draft. I could, I definitely could see that, and, and you know I think that's a good point because he he is to me he's my Q, my CB two. Um, mm-hmm. I got him a little bit ahead of uh, Christian Fulton because I think Christian Fulton is more of a matchup guy, um, yeah. matchup with more bigger physical guys um, mm-hmm. you know, like a T Higgins and those guys rather than getting him matched up on the Tyreek Hills and you know those more shifty or smaller faster receivers. I, yeah. I, I think he's more of a matchup guy, but uh, but I, I like that a lot. Um, my, mm-hmm. I said this was this would be my last guy that I, I'm I'm looking at um, as mm-hmm. my, as a winner. Mm-hmm. Ah, I mean, hmm. I'm I'm torn because I have a couple guys. Like I'm trying. Yeah. To, I'm trying. Yeah. To a lot of guys did good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. My uh, my last winner I had was is, is Cam Akers. Ah, I had. You know what? I forgot about yeah. Cam. I forgot about my boy Cam. Yeah. yeah, Cam. Cam did his thing from the forty to the position drills. He did his thing, and like with the uh, with the, the Deuce Daily drill, he showed out on that one. He yeah, he, did. he, he really is the did. blueprint. Yeah, he is the blueprint of how you want the Deuce Daily drill to look, because like he showed the the quick feet, the agility, the movement skills, and and he showed his ability in the passing game. Like yeah, he he might. He let's see. He's one of those top running backs in in the in the draft right now because he showed he can do it all. And even on film, he showed that you know he can do. He has the burst. He had, and he has power to his game as well. So yeah, he won. He won this combine because it was not. You didn't leave the combine saying like, "Oh, Cam Akers could have did this better. He could have did this this better." He did everything well, and he yeah, he, he left no. Yeah, he did everything well, and that's what they and that's what you need your running backs to do. Now that you need your running backs to do everything, there's no such thing as uh, you just going to give a guy 20 carries and he going to get 100 yards. No, I, you need him to give me to give him the ball like 15 to 20 times. I need, need, need you need him to get you 100 yards rushing. You also need need him to get you 50, 60 yards receiving, and then you got to you got to uh, block too. You got to be good in a uh, pass pro, and we need you to. Step out there in that slot and run some routes for us as well. You gotta be, you gotta. I mean, running back is all inclusive now. You is you can't just have a twenty carry, one hundred yard guy anymore. You gotta be able to do everything. Legit everything, and that and, mm-hmm. and for for a lot of people, he Cam Akers had he was on a bad team in Florida State, bad offensive line, play calling was yeah. suspect as can be. I truly believe second round. I don't, I don't know if he makes it past second round, but if he does, he will be a steal. He will be a franchise type of running back. I just want Absolute people to understand steal. what you could have in Cam Akers. I just want you to understand that. Um, my last guy, because like I said, for me it was, it was tough, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick with the I'm gonna stick with the defense side of the ball, man. Um, uh, let me see. I remember. I gotta remember where Scooby came from. Uh, safety Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois. Ah, coming, yeah, bro, coming at 6'3", 221. Yep, that's a big physical frame there. Mm-hmm. But athletic yep. is all get out. Forty one yeah. inches in the vertical, eleven six in the broad jump. Ran a four four five. And mm-hmm. man, listen, he was a name that I kept hearing 
I haven't watched film on him yet, but it was a name that I kept hearing coming into the into the uh, combine, and yeah. he showed he showed fluid and, and smooth hips, just you know being able to to catch the ball away from his body, and for me, he is a guy that I de- I'm definitely I've already got his name written down when I because I haven't really gone through all my safeties yet. I'm finishing running backs now. I've done my tight ends, mm-hmm. um, and. I'm gonna hit receivers. Like I'm just really just cramming in position groups right now. So I'm going from one yeah. one position group to the next at this point, and then I start. And I'm just, all I'm doing is my notes, and then I start putting in all my um, my reports uh, via again mm-hmm. the Dynasty Draft Room, DynastyDraftRoom.com. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, for him, Jeremy Chen and Kyle Duggar, man, I think they're going to be two impressive, um, yes. you know, small school safeties. And right now, mm-hmm. with, with the safety play is huge in the NFL, man. You need a yeah. smart, physical, athletic safety. You cannot have somebody back there that is running four eights, four nope. nines. That, that you know, you can bring them into the box and they become a dime and nickel linebacker. But you cannot mm-hmm. have them dropping back in the coverage. You know, that that doesn't have that athletic ability. So, shout out to him. I think he won him some money, man. He did, yeah. Jeremy Chen is, oh, he's a fun dude to watch. He uh at the uh he was he at the East West Shrine or he was at the Senior Bowl. He's at one of those Senior Bowl. And yeah, he's at the Senior Bowl, and they put him in man to man coverage. At the, I mean, they put him like he was a cornerback. They put him in man to man coverage, and he held and he held his own against all those wide receivers that was in the in the Senior Bowl. He held his own. He looked like a corner out there. He is he's a, and even then he was six, he was six three two nineteen. Then he put on some more pounds. He's six three two twenty one. You could put him in the box. You can make. You can make him a linebacker if you want to. He's he's one of them dudes you can move around like like uh, Jamal Adams, like a Derwin James. You can move him all the way around. Um, his tape is pretty much a man playing against boys. Yeah. Because uh, you know they played in a small school, so he's playing against kids from West Jablip State and you know either Eastern uh, from around the way state. So he's not really playing nobody. But what you see on his uh, tape is you see just like a superior athlete. You see him and, and you see him uh, you see him as a smart player because he's reading routes and he's breaking on he's breaking on routes that's that's not for him. He's he's taking the number two receiver, but he sees something happening underneath. So he's breaking on that and and disregarding his own coverage. Right. So he, he's he's showing uh, some smarts there. He's showing football IQ, but you're not going to get a whole lot from his tape. Uh, but from his workouts and from uh, pretty much his senior bowl practices, you can tell he's an NFL caliber athlete and somebody's going to be happy to have him. Oh, yeah. All right. Most definitely. Most definitely, man. Uh, so let's jump over to the losers, of course. I will kick, mm-hmm. uh, I'll kick the losers off for me. Um, I, he didn't even – he didn't do a thing. T. Higgins, and that's why. T. Higgins, Big loser. I needed him to be there. To answer yeah. the, answer the questions regarding his speed, show how mm-hmm. athletic you are, show how high you can jump. You're not just a big, long, tall frame, but show everyone yeah. what you're actually capable of. I needed to see that from, him. and I didn't. Yes. I didn't. I did not see that because he didn't test. And then I heard. I heard one of the reports regarding him testing, and the report stated that the reason he did not test was because he w- wasn't prepared. Or something along those lines, and I'm just like, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. He said he needed rest because he had shorter time to prepare than all the rest of the guys. 
And I'm like, because, you know, they I mean, play I get in it. The yeah, you, you played in the national championship. I get it. Isaiah Simmons so the same game. The so did, yeah, hello. Like, what, what, like, what did you need to – I mean, I get him not wanting to run in the 40. Right. Because, like, bro, you're not that fast. Everybody knows it. You just don't want it to look really bad. I get him not running the 40. You can do position drills. You can do the gauntlet. You can you can do something to just, like, take the whole day off and do nothing. Like, you, be, you better – man, he better have a monster pro day. Bro, he has to and kill like, like because earth-shattering. Yeah, yeah and it, it's still no, be mad about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's no reason why you could just come show up here and be like, I'm not doing nothing today. I'm just here just so I don't get fined. Right. Okay. I mean, I would have I sent him home. Like, okay, just go, just go home. You, you're not doing I mean, nothing here. Because, I mean, think about it. The, 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 the gauntlet drill, the, the routes, you know, those are things you could have done. Yeah. And, and the one thing that, you're, that you are just so dominant at and that you have been, the, the, yeah. the, the going, up, going up for the ball, the fade, the fade. Drink. Yes. You would have. You would look that. good doing that. He would have. Yes. Like, it's stuff that uh, he really hurt himself because other than the 40, he would have excelled at all the rest of those drills. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you injured or something like that, there's no reason why he wouldn't, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have did that. Because now nobody's talking about him as a first round pick. He, he, he's, he's, he's falling behind at least one, two, three, four, five receivers. Because so, you're not, you're not, nah, in the, you're not in the mind of people right now. Yeah, you're not. Like people are forgetting about you, and then other guys are excelling ahead of you because you did nothing. People are jumping ahead of you. Yep. It was just a bad decision by him, and whoever made the decision, his team or whoever, it was a bad decision to just shut him down. Yeah, that was, was that was the wrong terrible, decision. Terrible decision. Um, yeah. But who is your? Uh, who's one of your losers? My other loser, uh, Jalen Rager. Oh, he, really? Um, yeah, yeah, he uh, he came in. Uh, he must have got some bad information or some bad training or something like that. He came in eleven pounds overweight. He play, his playing weight is one ninety, 190, one ninety five. That's what he plays at. That's where we. That's the film that we saw the explosiveness. The 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 guy that we thought was going to be a four three guy, right? Uh, but he came in at like two oh six. He came in ten pounds heavier than what he was. That's why he ran a slower. I mean, four four seven ain't bad. But it's not what you expect out of him, bro. I was, expe- I was that's what he- expecting four, three nine, <clears throat> four three eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was, I was expecting that too. But I think he got some bad information, or he was working out too much. He put on too much weight, and that slowed him down. He looked good in the uh, position drills. Yeah, he looked okay, but he he has the athleticism and the skill set where he could have wowed everybody there at the combine and do it because I feel like he prepared the wrong way because I think he's going to get into somebody NFL training camp. They're going to drop. They're going to tell him to drop that weight. They're going like, no, we're not, we're not doing that. before his pro bulky. day, he might drop that weight until yeah, so he yeah. can run faster time. Yeah, and then you're going to see him run a 4-3. Because, so that's I mean, uh, he jumped extremely well. Like, he, he was yeah. up there – he has bunnies, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, he's got his gym. He, yeah, he's a superior athlete. But if you if you don't condition it right, then it's not going to look good. Exactly. exactly. And yeah, so but yeah, that's the only that's that's the knock I had on him. I think he could have did so much better than what he did at the combine. 
and he like he didn't really he did because he can't he he was a guy that he could have made that jump into those top receivers like Justin Jefferson did yeah. with a, a, a wild combine. That's what he needed. He needed a wild combine, and he didn't have a wild combine. He was just like, okay, Jalen Rager was here. He did a four four or something, and and now he's gone, and that's mm-hmm. it. So now now people are thinking of him as like a second round pick. He could have jumped into the first round. Yeah, that is factual though. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just it's and, and and like I said, when I heard about him being you know over. The weight, I and I looked at him. I was like, man, he looks bulkier. This, like they yeah. did on film. Like this cat, he looked like was, a running back. Yeah, he looked like a legit running back. He was out there looking like uh, what's what's the kid from um, uh, from the from the uh, Steelers? J- is it James uh, James Washington? He was like, oh yeah, like James Washington, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you sure you working in the right drills, buddy? Like, what's happening? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's like he. It is what it he's is, man. He, he definitely could have, you know, he, he definitely should have run. Because, I mean, he was, you know, putting out word that he should, that he would run a, um, you know, he would, he was the fastest player in college football. He would run faster mm-hmm. than, than Henry Ruggs. Which Henry I, Henry Ruggs, I yeah. I, I didn't believe that by a long shot. Um, no, but, no. Uh, it is what it is. I, he I could try, though. I had no, I had no fear in him beating Henry Ruggs in the four. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good talk. That's good. That's good mm-hmm. talk, brother. But that, uh, but no, <laughs> no, not at all. Henry Ruggs is just different. He's he, he's, yeah. he's freaky. You know what I'm saying? Super. Yeah, freaky. He, but um, yeah, he, but yeah. it is what it is. But my, I would say my next loser, um, man, I'm probably gonna stick with receiver. And it's probably, mm-hmm. I'm, probably, I'm gonna say Lavisca Chanel uh, with the injury. Um, yeah. For me, it's like we, if you know that you're hurt, don't even don't even test. don't even try it. Like I, I don't remember what he mm-hmm. ran in the forty. It was like uh, four five, four or something, five, almost four yeah. six on it. Like yeah. you're not healthy. Do not run. Don't even put, don't even put yourself in that position for people yeah. to think that you're really that slow. When we know on, on film that you're an explosive athlete, wait till you're yeah. healthy. Um, you know, I think it's supposed to be maybe four to six weeks that he'll be, you know, he'll be better, mm-hmm. he'll be healthy or whatever, because yeah. he's supposed to have surgery on a on a core muscle. So if he if it's, if it's only a couple weeks, and if he's able to test before the, the before the the draft at the mm-hmm. end of the next month, fine. But at the end of the day, even if you do if 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 you slip. Let people know, like you know, whether you hold if you go to teams and teams bring you in right before the draft, and you do individual workouts for teams, and you're like, listen, I am that guy. I am legitimately one of the better athletes in this class, and you work out for them. Whatever you got to do to make sure that they know that you are the athlete that the tape shows, because yeah. unlike someone like a Denzel Mims, where your where the forty speed doesn't match the tape speed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that you're explosive. You know that you're fast. You're physical. You're strong. All of those things. Be it, get healthy, then show that in workouts. Don't not do not show up to the combine. And I was sitting there wondering. I was like, what's going on? Because you saw everybody else in the more aerodynamic shirts, and he had mm-hmm. one of the more bigger, baggier shirts. And from yeah. my time when I ran track, we made sure everything was as skin tight as possible. Tight. So that it so nothing's catching any of the wind from you running that can no, potentially hold you your back. Momentum. 
mess up your momentum, hurt your time, things of that nature. And I, I looked at my wife and I was like, babe, like, I don't know why he was wearing this. And, mm-hmm. and then it comes to mind, he shouldn't have even been there, man. So for me, I yeah, want to no, see LaVisca get healthy. I feel like he, he lost some momentum in this stacks receiver group, man. Because Jay, even yeah. though Jalen Rager didn't run as fast, Jalen Rager could jump you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just for the simple fact that he healthy and he put on a better show. Yeah, I think with, with, with LaVisca, he could have... He could have shut it down until the draft and stood yeah. on his and stood on his tape because your tape, tape yep. your tape shows you are a superior athlete. Your, your tape shows you can run. He could he could, he didn't have to if he wasn't healthy. He didn't have to run. He could have he could have shut it all the way down. And especially with a with a with a core muscle injury, that's the middle of your body. You can't do anything with that. It's there's no way you was going to be able to run through that. So and like I mean, yeah, he should have. It's different if he's like it's it's different if you are in a situation where you're trying to run, do the drills. I didn't then I understand yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's expecting you to come out and be just this uber dominant guy and dri- like nobody's expecting yeah, it. No. But Mm-mm. but man, like you just don't show up and try to test athletically, knowing that you are hampered by a big time injury to your core. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, uh, let me see. My other uh, loser is uh, is what's his name? Brian Cole. Uh, they had him working out his, with the defensive backs. Uh, he's more so a safety. I was thinking the same but thing. He looked uh, he looked atrocious in drills. Like his footwork was terrible. His change of direction was bad. He couldn't he couldn't change direction to save his life. He's falling all over the place. He's misstepping, slipping. I'm like, oh my god, this dude does not look like he should be. In a, he looked like he should be a linebacker, because he, I mean, he's two thirteen. He didn't run well. He didn't look good in position drills. He he dropped like three or four passes. I'm like, oh my god, this guy is having a nightmare combine. But and it and it's like, and it's like nobody said anything about him. He was just you know some guy to some guy until. The next guy come along. They would they would always talk about something different. Whenever he came up to do a drill, it was always talking about something something different. Prime was talking about some other stuff, or Prime was talking to Jamal, or they was talking about uh, siblings and brothers and all that. He made no he made no noise. He didn't make no name for himself, and he looked he looked terrible. Like he's he probably dropped himself a couple of rounds. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree with you on that one. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with yeah. that one. You sum you yeah. something that one up. Um, I'm like, yeah, I look at him like, oh, he's not even draftable. Like, good lord. Yeah, like you gotta, you, you gotta do something. You, he, he, he was definitely yeah. kind of stiff to me, and that's you know. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you yeah. can be stiff as a safety. Like, you can be stiff as a safety and a guy that you try to match up against linebacker, against um, uh, tight ends and stuff like that, bringing the box and. Mm-hmm. But you can't be playing corner and be that stiff unless you are going to yeah. be more of a zone kind of corner. Um, then maybe uh, I'm good with that. I mean, because Richard Sherman's been stiff his whole life, um, but he's he's a cover three corner at yeah. heart and by skill set, so it doesn't really matter. You know, they find put him in the right scheme. Um, I, one of my next loser is Jawan Jennings, man from from Tennessee. Oh, you know, slow, big, 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 big. Physical guy, 6'3", almost 220, 31 mm-hmm. and 5 eighth inch arms, 
472 in the 40. Not even just that, though. 472, but he only jumped 29 inches in the vertical, Yikes. man. Like, that is mm. bad. That is really bad, man. He's, like I say, he's a big, strong, physical guy, and, and he plays mm-hmm. above the rim. You know, he's, you know, things of that nature. He will pluck the ball away from his body. Um, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, he, he's, he can turn into like a running back almost. He's very powerful and, and strong after the catch. But, I mean, bro, like, you know. Yeah, just, he's not. Mm-mm. He's yeah. He's not. He's not a. There's no explosiveness to him whatsoever. No. No twitch. Uh, it, it no just, twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like if this was ten years ago, he could have made it as a possession receiver. But it's not. Not in today's game. That's. It was just. It was just ugly. It was just ugly. Uh. Uh. One of my losers. It's two of them I had because they both ran terrible forties. Cam Dantzler. I thought he was going to run a whole lot better than oh, what he God. did. <laughs> yeah, he did. A, he did like a four six and almost a four seven. I'm like, what is yeah, that? Yeah. Like my rule, my rule with guys, if you and like especially with with corners and wide receivers, if you are under 200 pounds, it's no reason why you shouldn't be able to run a four four, a four four something. Like you running a four six and you like 180 pounds. What's wrong with you? Yeah, he's he's it's, tiny, he's slim, man. Yeah, yeah, he's a skinny dude. Like you a skinny dude and you can't run, and and I thought he was going to run better because you look at his Alabama tape and you look at his LSU tape, he did all right, he did oh, good. Yeah. But he was in the hip pocket, man. Yeah, exactly. But he was being physical at the line of scrimmage. He was holding on to guys. Mm-hmm. But if if you if he if he's playing off coverage, then he's probably going to get his lunch ate. So he was he was a disappointment. Because I can't, I can't. In today's game, you can't put him out there on an island running a four six four, and you six two one eighty, and like, and strength is not your game. You can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. So I will. I, hopefully, he'll run better. Maybe at, a, at at his pro day or something like that. And it's like the exact same thing for the dude, the kid Stanford Samuels from uh, Florida State. He ran like uh, two four sevens or something like that. Yeah. Like you can't be uh, a six foot one hundred eighty pound corner running four sevens. I mean, no. That's just it's just not going to work. It's not going to work. So they yeah, both hurt they stock. Yeah, yeah both, they both they both hurt they stock. stock. Um, I, so before we close up, I said my you know my last guy that uh, I would say was a loser. Um, I listen. I mean, I talked about him earlier, so you gotta know how I feel about it. But Jake Fromm, Jake Fromm's arm, oh, yeah. and. and no, it just ain't there. What, what really hurt was being out there with um, Jacob Eason and, and Justin Herbert. Being mm-hmm. in this in this QB class, and even like I said, even with Jalen Hurts, I think Jalen Hurts' arm is stronger than his. Um, mm-hmm. So like you're sitting there, and you know you look at, and you look at Jordan Love, who I didn't because you know I mean I, I don't want, I didn't want to be biased and bring him up as a winner, but he was a winner in the way he performed in, in throwing you know timing routes. You know, put mm-hmm. the ball on those receivers where they could. You know, if this was a real game, they could turn up field and they could make plays, things of that nature. Yeah. Um, but you know, J- you know, uh, being out there with you know Justin Herbert, Jacob Eason, Jalen Hurts, Jordan Love, um, <clears throat> those guys oh, have big, you know, yeah, for the most part, except for Jalen Hurts, those guys have yeah. like legit arms, bro. And for you yeah. to try and push the ball downfield and for the ball to truly flutter. For the ball to lose, like 
power while it's in the air. Yeah, like, to just die in the air like that. Yeah, it's 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 not a good look, man. And yes. he, you know, he's just not a he doesn't have the actual physical tools, you know, from the size mm-hmm. from a height weight speed type of, of, of situation or ratio. He's not that guy. Yeah. I, I'm just saying like he just he did not separate himself at all. For me right now, I mean I'm I got Jalen Hurts ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the lack of uh, uh, physical ability was—it was noticeable. Yes. Like you could see, you could see the guys that threw before him, how, how their how their how their passes looked. Then you see him throw. Then you see the guy after him, and you're just like, "Oh wow, Fromm really—he really didn't get that out there." He did, and it's not—and it's not how how far you can throw the ball. It's about the velocity. He has no velocity on his passes. His passes like. A corner is going to he's he'll throw a lot of interceptions because corners are going to be able to react to his his balls in the air because it's not it's just not getting there fast enough. It's no zip on them and they're and they're not getting there. They're going to fall into the dirt. He I mean he he just doesn't have the physical ability. He's got the head for it. He's a good kid. He's got the intangibles. He just he his that arm is just not there. Maybe he can work into it because I mean Drew Brees didn't have a strong arm when he came no. into the league. And he had a shoulder injury, so maybe he can work his way into it through the the leg exercises, the core exercises, or something like that. But right now he's I mean he's strictly a backup quarterback. That's what he is. That's how he's going to make his living in the yeah, NFL. I mean, uh, dare I say, Kellen Morris? You know? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> it is. I mean, which which. Which ain't terrible because you can make a lot of money being a backup quarterback in the NFL. You can play for a long time, and you, but, become, yeah, and yeah. you most likely will become an offensive coordinator or QB coach, which Kellen Moore has been able to do. Exactly, Kevin O'Connell yeah. was was a draft pick yeah. of the Patriots. Cliff Kingsbury was a draft pick of the Patriots, and he's a head coach in the NFL. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they're, they're you yeah. know for intelligent, Mike, smart, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. to the quarterback smart position, Mike you, you can do it. You can do it, man. Yeah, yeah. Mike Kafka out of Northwestern. He was a terrible quarterback, but he's going to be a head coach in about a year or two. Yeah. So I mean, it's what it is. You know, you just kind of, just kind of find your lane and you and you and you go in it. You stay in it, man. Simple mm-hmm. as that. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that is our combine recap show here on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. We gave you a lot of winners. We gave you some losers and some guys that we believe hurt their stock, especially in our opinion. Um, like I said, at the end of the day. It's just it's just t-shirts and shorts. The film doesn't lie, you know. Uh, but you know, te- being able to test well or test uh, have a solid testing, solid outing during the testing portion of everything does help. Because um, at the end of the day, it just kind of helps solidify, and that's what you want. When you're a guy that mm. you know your tape is is utterly ridiculous, that you're really good on tape, things like you want to just come out to the combine if you're gonna if you're gonna perform. Chase Young said, I don't not I don't need the combine. I don't want to be a combine warrior. And I, I'm all with him. Cause uh, hey if we can You're go right. back into history from Ohio State, remember Verlin Golson? Yeah. Oh hey. Bro. Killed the combine, right? Exactly. Yep. And was a yep, bust. killed the combine. Yep. Go back even further. Mike Mamula. Yep. Mike and he, he he even said in his interviews he didn't do any football exercises. He did all, all his uh, exercising specifically for combine drills. He prepared for the combine and the combine only. He said, forget about football. I'm just going to do combine workouts. 
and he blew up the combine and made the and made the Eagles trade up for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't. He wasn't a bust, but he definitely wasn't a first round pick. Yeah, he wasn't worth the first round selection, and it's it's a lot of guys nope. that do that, you know, year to year. Kevin Kevin White, mm-hmm. Kevin White, yeah. man, had yeah. people had people in that draft class yeah. stating that he was better and he should have been taken before Amari Cooper. Yeah. I'm just saying, man, like it's, man. it's it's just the combine. So the combine is supposed to bring shed light on some guys like shout out to Isaiah Coulter, who you know, I immediately uh Thursday night went to watching yeah. his watching his tape and I'm impressed mm-hmm. by the kid. Mm-hmm. I think he can make somebody's roster uh, you know, as long as yep. he's coachable and he's willing to maybe possibly play some some special teams early on. You got to show some value so that you can f- continue to work on your game and sh- and shine uh yeah. let your light shine on offense, but you know, you know, he he I went to his tape and I was like, "Man, I, mm-hmm. I like this kid." Um so, you know, from Rhode Island. So, and that, you know, that's what the combine is supposed to do. Shed some light on the on some unknown guys. Reassure mm-hmm. you that the that the guys that you believe are who they are, they are who they are, um, and then you know for guys that, exactly. that you never you never want to go with a guy and, and, and elevate a guy simply off the combine if it if their tape doesn't match if their tape doesn't match I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push yeah. you above someone else because you ran a four, a, a high forty a fast forty and jumped high in the vertical when I've seen your tape and. You are not better than them in any particular facet of the game. So, um, so that's exactly. all, that is, man. During the combine, you put your pins down from actual evaluation. You just want to make sure that every, some that the that the dots connect. And if not, then you look at the tape and figure out what in the world went wrong. Maybe it was a playing mm-hmm. weight thing. Maybe a guy dropped 10, 15 pounds before they came to the combine, and now they're faster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But And then you flip it to what we saw with Jalen Rager. He added 10 pounds, and he was a little bit slower mm-hmm. than he than he, than he is and was shown on film. So, um, so at the end yeah. of the day, guys, like I said, it's the combine. Take it with a grain of salt. Don't go crazy over it. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Yeah. Yeah, but, pretty much. All you, all you want, yeah, all you want to do, all you want to do is you want, want the workout to match the film. Yeah, that's make it. The, make, make the film match the workout. Yeah, and that's, and that's all you got to do. That's, that's all. It. That literally is it. But as always, guys, that is our show. Thank you guys so much. We tell you this after every show. Continue our numbers for this show is, is is constantly rising and. Oh, yeah. it's, and we just thank you guys so much for supporting us and listening to us. Continue to do mm-hmm. it. Continue to show us that love. And, and that support and if you have anything any topics you want us to break down you can hit, you can dm us you can you know tweet yeah. hit us up on twitter my twitter handle is dp damian parson dp underscore nfl eugene's is eagles junkie 25 i think it is 215 yeah yeah so there we go 20, uh, 215 215 215 yeah so hit us up if you got if you got us uh, some questions you want us to answer on the show, some topics you want us to address. You got specific yeah. questions about your team, whatever it is, man. Just hit us up and we'll happily answer it for you because um, we have no problem doing that. We you, we we work for you guys. Period. We work for you guys. So uh, as always, I'm Damian Parson. That's Eugene Holt. Again, we thank you guys for for listening. Y'all have a good one. All right, now. Yeah.